Cow Palace in 78. Oh, man. I think it's Meriwether Post, uh, 84. Oh, man. Second set. I don't know. I've never been to Rhode Island. Oh, wait. I totally have been to Rhode Island. <laughs> hey, welcome to the uh, Nuna Podcast on the Smog Code Net Radio Network. I'm your host. I'm Marty. I'm here with Kruger and John, and Cassandra's filming some fancy TV show, so that's very exciting. She's forgotten about us now. She's <clears throat> sitting in a trailer, probably, and um, loving life. So congratulations, Cassandra. We remember you. How are you guys doing? I'm good. good. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm cool. Great. I'm fantastic. I'm wonderful. Yeah. Why are you so, why are you so goddamn happy? Why are you I so... thought you were asking me how I was. Yeah, what? I said, why are you so goddamn happy? Well, just because I'm uh, I'm extraordinarily gifted. Woof. All right. No. So, um, I had a... What? You've got a gift for Gab, John Sylvain. Yeah. Or, or... It's interesting that you played my... I, I believe touched. that's the, uh, the music from Buzzsaw 2. Where they're listening to a jam band. This again? This again? Yeah. And uh, over the past couple of days, I've listened to all of the studio albums of the band, The Grateful Dead. And oh my God, why? Why? Because <laughs> I've never done it. I've never, it's like some I've never even you listened know what? to. I tried. I couldn't get through one album. I tried. There are some, they are a live band. That is not a band you listen to their albums. There are so many stinkers. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, I'll say this. They had better lyrics than, you know, some other bands. Well, yeah, because each singer guy had like their own poet that wrote the lyrics for them. They weren't. Yeah. They were busy smoking drugs and touring the world. But the Grateful Dead lyrics are unbelievable. Like, um, what's his name? Yeah. John Barlow and Robert Hunter. Those guys can write. They are mm-hmm. fucking poets. Like and then a bunch you, of what's dumb an hippies example? would play their music. Yeah. Friend of the devil is yeah, a friend I, of mine. If I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. 
Like, no, what, don't, don't try and don't try and show off that you're better than they are. No, what what lyrics? Oh, ha, 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 thank you, John. Uh, what lyrics can can you think of, Steve? And who are the Grateful Dead? Who are the Grateful Dead? They're a band from your hometown, baby. Mm. Uh, they're a bunch of hippies from the '60s who took a lot of acid and played music, and should have just been a footnote like uh, Jefferson Airplane. But then they kept touring, and they became like one of the biggest touring bands in America in the '80s, I think. Actually, they're the biggest touring band ever, uh, and still are. They made more money on touring by something like a uh, factor of five. Wow, adjusted yeah. for inflation. Uh, that's amazing. And so they were they were a band that um, you know if you like listen to their live tapes, they could like really. You know, they 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 knew each other quite well, musician wise. What's a tape? Uh, their recordings of their show. Fucking. Uh, uh, one of those podcasts, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, uh, speaking of um, musical uh, empires that were mm-hmm. once were, mm-hmm. Daft Tiger Punk, Woods. Oh, Daft shit. Punk just broke up. Who <laughs> did? Daft Punk. How could that happen when they don't? How could they yeah, like couldn't up? like couldn't two other French guys in fucking yeah, exactly. space helmets put out a record? Or one of great. the French guys and had a little like cardboard cutout of a guy with a helmet and said, "There he is." Uh, I gotta up- oh, I'm gotta shut down for a second and update. Um, Get some just, firmware. Bear with bear with. No, it's just it's it's just a driver update. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, are you are you a Daft Punk fan, Steven Kruger? They've been around for 28 years and they just ended. Uh, I like their last record a lot. It's actually listened to it all the way through, and it's uh, really good. Yeah, and they're they important in the electronic music world. But I mean, they didn't tour that record, the one with um, "Get Lucky" mm-hmm. with Pharrell. Like, they're they do other stuff, so I don't quite understand it. Like, why do they need to break up? Yeah, well, maybe they they're not like, like a touring act that's exhausted, right. and you maybe know, they they're, have they're too you know, different uh, paths that they want to explore. Nobody knew who they were. So they could just take a break from each other and never put out another record. And they wouldn't have to say, we broke up. Would they? I mean, it's always confuses me when people say, we're breaking up unless it's like, you know, like the Eagles who just kind of hated each other or or Fleetwood Mac who were kind of done. With hated each other. Hate fucked each yeah. other for 20 yeah, years. Hate fucked each other for like decades. Yeah. Yeah, there are two guys that would put an album out every 10 years and mostly not tour. And when they did tour, they walked on stage with helmets and, pressed and somebody play. pressed a button backstage and lights went crazy and they pretended like they were doing stuff. Now, I was, okay, uh, which is, I a, have a, oh, go ahead. I had a friend who worked for the Grammys and she gave us tickets to the rehearsal. And when this is like five years ago, and uh, and so Daft Punk, or four years, whenever Get Lucky came out. Yeah, like five, six years ago. Yeah. So uh, so we were in the in the audience and and uh, such as it was watching the rehearsal, which is really fun because they play all the songs all the way through. And um, and then they ha- had us leave when Daft Punk and uh, Stevie Wonder were in, in the were playing. We had to go out into the hallway of the uh, Staples Center because, of course, Daft Punk was not going to put on their helmets for rehearsal. <laughs> so it was a big secret who they were. Kind of funny. Yeah. But like no one who, who cares who they are. Like Exactly. Two fucking French guys in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, but gives a shit. What what made them so 
good. Like they didn't play instruments. They they just sampled music and like. Is that what, right? They didn't play instruments. I I don't know, Steve. Uh, I don't I don't really know. I mean, I mean, I actually saw they're, they're producers. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a video where they showed how they like took an obscure disco sample and just made it just real. Just took like like I don't know three quarters of a second, you know, or uh, from it. And then just turned it into really, a uh, really cool sound. And I don't know how yeah, they easy... sort of they they did what like DJ Shadow does. Like they're they're crate diggers, and they would right, find right. pieces of music. Like I did watch a video where they they took they showed you what the song was. Where they took this piece of like a movie dialogue and slowed it down, and they took this drum break for like two measures and looped it, and then these horn like you know that's and I guess that's all it takes, right? Like because th- you're creating something entirely new and it's it's a rich sound already so it's kind of uh yeah it's a great time to to make stuff like i think it must have been so much easier in the in the age of pro tools than it was back in you know the days the 80s of, yeah the 90s yeah even the 80s a friend of mine came over uh and uh played me some music that a, a friend of his had made right and it was really funky and it sounded great and i was really loving it i thought this is fantastic and then he told me, uh, oh, yeah, this my friend, he played all the instruments himself. And like half of the magic went away because what I was imagining was this really super tight band that was just playing this really funky instrumental and they sounded so tight together. And I realized they were tight because it was all, you know, fake. Wait, um, wait, wait. But it was, he, it was still good music. Did it's he just, play the, all the instruments then? Yeah. How is it fake? fake? It's not it's not fake. It's just that I was imagining the band, a band playing it all live. Oh, and, oh. Uh, and, and so and actually and, uh, before the show, we I was playing the, the soundtrack from Cowboy Bebop, which was uh, composed by this Japanese woman. And it is like this great thing. And that was does completely sound like it was played live. And so I know what that's like. And it's even a little bit sloppy in parts and, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is some, something magical about uh, human beings playing music live together that adds a little something for me as a you know not very good musician mm. uh, who can admire great musicians and knows that it takes a lot for musicians to play together you know and so when I hear music and, and I imagine a band playing together it adds something for me you know like listen to you know James Brown or really any band that's really tight you go, oh, that's that's great, you know. And then, Grateful but Dad. When, when it's when it's mm-hmm. recorded and it's all done by the same person, and uh, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it takes out that, um, the fact that there's a collaboration happening between a bunch of different people in real time. That's all. It's a small thing, but it, it yeah, but it, so it, that's like theater versus movies. Like, yes, the theater yeah. actors come out on stage and they talk for two hours, yeah. and Steve falls asleep. Mm-hmm. And movies are actors act to act for five seconds. Someone photographs it, and then months right. later, you know. So it's to each his own. But it, well, but it's, it's kind of like if you if you saw uh, a live juggling act, Ooh. right? And slow down, were, slow down. Tell like me, tell five me. people where, where juggling, and they all were tossing chainsaws back and mm. forth. And it was live. That'd be exciting. And if you saw that on film, it would be much less exciting. Mm. Yeah, when I see magic in movies, I go, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the one with uh, Jesse Eisenberg? (laughs) 
Uh, oh yeah. Catch me, catch me if you won't. Yeah, whatever. It's now called. you watch can't me, watch me uh, disappear and yeah. Now you see me fart, fart, fart. Something yeah, like that. yeah. That, I think that's what it was called. And then the sequel is now you see me fart, 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 yeah. fart. Colon, fart. Yeah. Making yeah. a new one. And yeah, I know. You it was know like what? a movie about magicians. Like, and yeah, it's, but it's so idiotic. It's like even the the Christopher Nolan one. What was that musician? I mean, the Prestige. Tenant. The 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 Prestige. Yeah, that also was just like shit. It was not even like real magic. It's like it was all camera stuff. And it's like, mm. well, then I I don't I don't care. You know, it, that, what was interesting about that one um, that one Derek Delgado film that that. Uh, uh, I recommended earlier that um, mm-hmm. was not in and of itself. In and of itself, yeah, the mm-hmm. one that um, not everybody loved, but they did actually like he was doing all this magic stuff, but they would do cuts in it, so you would be like, oh, I guess he could have done something, but it, because it was live, you sort of gave into it that it was you know they weren't like really focusing on the sleight of hand, even though he's an amazing sleight of hand ma- magician. But um, yeah, JP didn't love it. But uh, his that guy is amazing. Like, look him up on on YouTube, Derek Delgadio. He's like one of the best close up musician magicians ever. But they didn't highlight that in the movie, <laughs> and and it, they focused on sort of the impact of it, which was even more interesting. You know, the impact. I like the audience. idea of close up mu- mu- musicians, where you're like, yeah, this guy plays sax, but he gets right on your table. Right, like, <laughs> right. Like, you can like, feel the spit. <laughs> Dripping into your food right out of the horn of the saxophone. And he like, leaves the stage and he plays bass and he's literally pinned you into the bathroom stall, just going boom, 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 boom. It's like it's like being raped, but um, yeah, uh, uh, Daft Punk have gone on two tours in 20 years. Like they're not a touring act. Wow. And they produced uh the weekend's album before this one that didn't get nominated for grammys they did the tron soundtrack the second tron, tron I, I don't i don't like why don't they just like yeah we're taking a hiatus we'll see you in 40 years and then we'll get in the studio and put our helmets on and press some buttons and, and say, one of them uh, wants what, to learn the guitar Neil's rogers doing now yeah one of them wants to learn the guitar and the other one is just you know taking uh, some time yeah off. it's not like oh i can't go on tour with axel he's a nightmare like they're two french guys who don't speak on stage and now they don't speak to each other oh come on yeah uh, you're terrible um i want to apologize because last week yeah finally I, oh what for sorry oh the for bringing john onto the show oh and, yeah. yeah thank god yeah. what a fucking nightmare yeah. this has yeah. been two three years of- oh god uh, i want to apologize because i didn't give enough um like depth to um, an email that we got last week from Anthony, you know, who's in Moab, Utah, and, and he has an autoimmune disorder and uh, he's has some noise issues in his neighborhood. And just this like uh, this week, there was an article about how traffic noise is a like has immense, huge uh, health effects on people. So people who live near airports, they have a seven percent higher rate, risk of stroke, and uh, but they have a ninety five percent chance of making their flights. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're so close. Yeah, and the the property values are just like you can get a house just mm-hmm. like six percent cheaper. 
Mm. But um, yeah, like most, a third of of Americans reg are regularly exposed to unhealthy levels levels of noise, seventy to eighty decibels, and it, like it is bad for your cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. So it, you know your your risk of heart disease goes up, and it's just not a ton of fun. Uh, and I mean, I guess we're a little bit inured to it because we live in the city but actually we're not we're just used to having high cortisol levels and being in a case uh, a state of extreme stress that's all what the time. It, yeah we're inured to stress i guess no no uh, we're not inured to it that, that would that would mean that it wasn't affecting us negatively mm. we just we mm. just don't notice if we got if you go out go out go out into the woods for a little bit and come back and you'll notice how loud and horrible everything is no go go now no i won't no listen we'll walden wait. sell your fucking hippie stuff somewhere else yeah fucking throw he would like go into town every day and like can i have some pie mummy <laughs> and tired of looking at all these ants yeah. yeah you know you know that he that walden pond was is owned by emerson yeah so it was it, it was it was like yeah it was i'm the, gonna go live out in the woods emerson right. of emerson lake and palmer yeah, yeah. it was it was actually oh, cool. it was, and the it was lake called, was lake it was a lake yeah <laughs> Who's Palmer? Palmer. Oh, yeah, Arnold well, Palmer. Yeah, well, that's what he did every day. You know, he palmed uh, it. I, wait, I thought it was owned by Wellesley College. It might be now, now. but back then, like, and it, it's like this ridiculous, like, thought of like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm living this ideal life when he didn't own the land. His buddy gave him, you know, permission so, to it, come it, there. His, and, fr his friend Emerson probably said, "Here, why don't you go fucking camp out in my land? And get out of my house." Yeah, yeah. And then freeloading hippie freak. And then he he, he was a deadhead before there was there was the dead. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he freeloaded for food too. So it's like he's a piece of. Anyhow, yeah. That... Did he make grilled cheese sandwiches for dumb uh, no, trustafarians? Somebody made it for him. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've all read that stupid book, right? I never read it. Are you kidding? Oh. Uh, I think I must have read some of it. This is uh, Wal Walden Pond by Henry David Thoreau. I when I was on outward and outward bound, one of the few times I was in Maine, the great uh, People's Republic uh, against of Maine. your will when you were like against my will when you were kidnapped. They had, us, had an intervention. They had, us, uh, they had us do like a twenty-four hour solo where you go out in the woods and you're just left alone to think about why you're how old were such you? A fuck up. Fifteen, maybe sixteen didn't work and uh uh i brought a hammock and i brought uh walden pond and i sat outside butt fucking naked and i read it and i was bored out of my mind and i jerked off that's all i remember oh that's where i remember the, being outside there's the palmer in a hammock just jacking my <laughs> jacking my schwanz going i hope no one comes up on me this will be weird but literally you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're yeah. alone in the woods at the age of 15 and you're a human male you didn't mm -hmm. really have to explain to us that you masturbated yeah. <laughs> i'm alone i'm alone Ooh, the wind just blew through my hair i think i came <laughs> i came again uh, uh, oh i looked uh, at one of my fingernails scary. and i came oh, there's a little more oh, there's a squirrel oh, that's just myself in the eye oh i hit myself in the other eye i oh. scratched the back of my ear oh pre-cum <laughs> but anyhow I, no I want to ex oh, express my sympathies more deeply to Anthony, who's going through this um, problem. I mean, you go out to Moab, Utah to escape the city sounds, and they're coming there because of and all... marry the, six women. Uh, yes, because you've got um, all these like extreme sports enthusiasts riding their two-stroke uh, dirt bikes around and Hollywood coming in to film stuff and all that. Uh, 
I grew up like my bedroom for my entire uh, formative years was right next to the highway. So I I was used to seeing headlights and hearing motor sounds. But... Like a box? What? What? You lived in a box by the freeway? No, the house was right like my my bedroom window. Oh, I'm sorry. Like faced the, the highway. So um yeah, it used to freak me out. But um that's why my cortisol levels are just ah, off the charts. And Is that why you shuffle? That's why I shuffle. That's why so many things. It explains everything. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that's why my hearing's not great. But mm, no, it's probably for something else. Um, there are quite you... a few meatheads in my neighborhood who uh, have modified their Lexuses to be extra loud. Yeah, because and I, just, I why you have I don't like a, understand a luxury it. car for seven-year-old men, white men, and you're like, let's let's make make it not that. so they just drive around and they go and they, they stop at a at a uh, four-way stop sign by my my where our living room is and i hear them go and i just think isn't isn't a sign of success now having a very quiet car electric. like if you had a, serious, there are electric. people that buy lexi is it lexuses lexi lex lex lexi pushes lexi yeah. mm-hmm. what is the plural of lexuses kia Kia, the people that are you oh, I'm sorry, that's really, half Alexis. Have, it's a murder a of Kia. A murder of Kia. How many Kias does it take to screw in a light bulb <laughs> to make a car? Two point five. Two point five Kias make. Hey, I was car. in my friend's Kia the other day, and uh, she, she's got a backup camera, but you don't <laughs> she, really need one because yeah. when you're in the front seat, you're also in the back seat. Ah, it is really small in there. But not all of them. They well, do have. Kia, they Kia do sold. have some. Expensive. Figure on the inside. Yeah, sure. Time Lord, Time Lord technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, like you live, Steve. Of all three of us, you probably live in a, a high, the highest sort of um, trafficked area. Um, Very and, hip, Steve. Steve Kruger is extremely. Well, no, hip I'm I'm everybody. speaking about road noise. But like, does it bother you? Well, there's not really any road noise because I don't live. I live on a small street. It's just the people who modify their cars right to be la- like there's a guy that gets up I, I i've seen him he goes to dhl every morning and he's got the lexus with the dual exhaust and he gets up and he goes and then he starts his car and i you know i go outside and i shake my fist at him you know he drives off to dhl and i go back to sleep but i i just i don't like i guess that gene isn't in me to to like I need to be loud and be heard. Like I, I, the quieter the car, the better. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Uh, you can sneak up on people that way. I yeah, just you remember, run over uh, hippies. Mm-hmm. E- even though I live next to the highway, when I went to New York for the first time, when I was a, an eight-year-old, like the noise was nonstop, and I don't know how I, I don't think I could live in New York. Um, mm, maybe it's you're different. You're a very now. sensitive boy. I yeah, I'm a, I'm a delicate flower. I couldn't live in Hong Kong. The heat, the weather. The oh humidity. oh yeah, I can't live in Hong Kong. I get I get a rash. I get a rash. Oh, Jesus, what? You I, fucking true. Northern California people. You are oh, it's, not hardy. It's so perfect there. You know, it's just like <laughs> so perfect. You not, left. Yep. Not not too <laughs> humid. Not too. Oh, but oh, the douchebaggery. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow. Um, yeah, so I hope you get some resolution on that. Uh, that or some no- noise canceling headphones. Yeah, Anthony. Like I have 
great noise canceling headphones and that has made all the difference. And even when uh, they're not working, I keep them on and just shrug when somebody says something to me. Works. Like I'm wearing charm. them now and I can't hear what Marty's saying. So that's really cool. helpful. Cool. Mm. All right. Should have oh. Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so Sorry. I was going to, well, I'll save that for next week. I'll, I'll give you guys some time to prep for it. Um, there is a, a billionaire prep uh, named Jared Isaacman. And, you know, he's one of these uh, tech billionaires, like 37 years old. And he's going to go off at the end of the year in uh, one of these SpaceX uh, rockets and mm-hmm. uh, with three other people. And they're going to go on a multi-day sort of low Earth orbit around the flat Earth, which is weird. Um, what? No, huh? he's, he's, going on a, he's going on a space tourism tour. Like with uh-huh. with three other people, and cool. yeah, and they and they are. Uh, what do you mean? They're, they're, Who are they? Uh, well, we don't know yet. He's uh, there. There's one of them's going to win a contest, and then it's all to like it, it. It's weird. It's costing him millions of dollars to do this, tens of millions, I'm sure. And, and you don't know who you're going to sit next to. Well, no, he's doing this to <laughs> to raise money for a oh, a okay. hospital, and it's like, uh, yeah, um. <laughs> stack, stack, oh, wait, he has billions of dollars. Why doesn't? Why does he need to raise money? Uh, yeah, exactly. But oh, he's going to get okay. stuck next to some, some lady with a you know a support. I brought cat. my own uh, chicken with me. I don't right, like this right. airline food. Yes, and my support cat is here too. I'm sorry. I hope you're not allergic. Um, my question to you is: Does does going into space like so? Here, mm-hmm. he's just going to circle the globe a few times and on this big rocket ship and then he's going to come back down mm-hmm. uh does that interest you at all like if you yeah. have a billion dollars why does it interest me to go to space or that does it interest me that billionaires are going to space i'm sorry i what's, what's i think i was pretty question? clear i think i was pretty clear um no are I, you I think... interested in going to space oh yeah absolutely i've always wanted to go to space why why? Because, uh, well, well, I think it would be an incredible experience to see the Earth from space. I think it would be something that I would remember forever. I think uh, being in free fall would be wildly weird. Um, and, uh, and I guess those are the two reasons. All right. It'd be, it'd be John, have you been to Google adventure. Earth? You know, you can see what the Earth looks like. I mean, uh, no. Yeah, but I've seen pictures of uh you know yellow yellow yosemite or yellowstone i've been yeah i've been to both places and i think that being there is is a better experience and how much did it cost to get to yellowstone well i'm i if i had enough money to go like if you had a billion if you had a billion dollars that that you had to spend like you couldn't even keep you would you would say oh I'll, i'll take 20 million of it and send myself to space no if i had a billion dollars that i could could do whatever I wanted with, and it cost twenty million dollars to go to space. I probably would go to space. Uh, how about you, Steve? Uh, if I had a billions of dollars, no, I do weird sex stuff. I 
Like, well, I, no, you know. no, you could do that with the other eight, you oh, know, nine hundred and eighty million dollars. What kind million of weird dollars? stuff, space stuff? I mean, sex stuff. Could you do for twenty million? I, I like want to take a, a sex worker and put her inside a horse. Like the horse yeah. is dead, so we cut the horse open and she's stuffed into it like a turducken. So I'm having sex with her, but What's through so the back. What's so weird of the horse. about that is that like that didn't come off the cuff. That is something that you've been thinking about, and that's so weird, Steve. Oh yeah. Oh, every day what? I wake up and I think I got to make more money today because I want to have sex with a sex worker who's stuffed into a dead horse or she's okay. wearing it. I mean, oh, so it's a yeah. she. Okay. Why does it cost so go. much money? That's the thing. I don't, where's the, well, first I got to get to Thailand and I got to negotiate yeah, well, with the fixer also, and I got to like, get the horse. Steve is a man of, and... Steve is a man of quality. He wants, oh, a, okay. yeah, he, right. he wants a very nice horse. Oh, and I want to murder her afterwards, <laughs> you know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Just when you thought it couldn't get weird. I'm doing the math in my head and you're only up to like 300,000. Well, no, but again, we're looking at quality. He wants like, you know. uh, Yeah. And I I also want to do this like 300 days out of the year. Okay. Uh, So, no, if you had uh, 20 million to spare, Steve, would you go up and circle the earth a few times? Probably not. Okay. And I don't know. um, It's, it seems real scary up there. Yeah, really. It it really does. Um, well, I wouldn't do it until now. I mean, I wouldn't do it while my if my son was depending on me. Right. And he's not anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> well, he'll have $980 million just to play around with if you if you you know, plummet to the earth. What what about <laughs> if what about if Yogi had uh, $980 million and then they just said, "Hey, do you want to go to Mars? It, it's like a, a, a it's a six-year journey." Would for you go? me? Yeah. Or for Yogi? For you. But but you know that Yogi's taking care of. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'd go to Mars. All right, I I mean, you know, it 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 basically it's even I, I, it would it would it would it's a it's a lifelong dream. Uh, Just so you could have some privacy to jack off. Yeah, I'd, I'd bring a hammock and Walden. <laughs> and Walden. Here we go. Oops, the wind just brushed through my hair. <laughs> oh, I just actually I heard a recording. Look, I found sounds of, signs of life here in this crater. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know they, they just well, that was um, NASA just dropped or JPL whatever. They just dropped a one of these explorers on there and that had a microphone on Mars. And I just heard the the Mar- the Martian wind this morning, and I came. It was great. That's uh, great. Yeah, but uh, now that, see now when you're talking to like a fifty-something year old guy and he actually ejaculated, that is news, <laughs> Steve. That's what it sounded like. What? Uh, What'd you say? Huh? <laughs> I think I'd want to go to the bottom of the ocean, like yeah. the Mariana Trench, before I go into space. I think there's so much to see here on this little blue marble we call Earth. You know how dark it is down there. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, like you would be so restricted because you'd be in this tiny capsule, you know, with three stinky strangers Mm. and like carsick half, like 90% of the time. And, and like, yeah, but seeing your cum like in zero gravity would be pretty awesome. Just Just float globules. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And and Mars, I think it would just, that would freak me out. Like there's just no, uh, respite and like there's no escape there's no um yeah and there's nothing there's just it, it would be so uh bleak i don't i, I would take it. that money and i would force 
Daft Punk to take off their helmets and explain why they're breaking up when they don't actually do anything. Well, uh, it was just a joke that we were uh, trying. <laughs> and uh, um, We are actually Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emerson and he is Lake. And we, we lost Palmer, so we had to break up. Wouldn't it be funny if they took off their helmets and said, wait a minute, I thought this whole time you were what? Somebody else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought you were Lake. No, I am Palmer. Uh, yeah. I, I've thought about that. Like, I think a younger me would have been like, hell yeah, I would go into space. But now that the practicalities of just me wanting to stretch out and, you know, lay down flat on a fine cushy bed just that outweighs like being in outer space and that's just me being a grumpy old man oh um i have been watching what were we supposed to watch last week steve do you remember yeah no one reminded me so i I didn't watch anything oh if you remember uh let us know and we'll watch it while (laughs) while we're doing this i actually did tyson yeah, yeah, or Oddbod, let us know. Um, also, oh, I, a horse score is what Tyson suggests. Yeah, that's interesting. Which what? Horse, horse score. That's that's what. Horse horse horse. A horse whore. Horse whore. It's a name for what Steve wants. Oh, to oh, oh, I see. No, sex worker. We don't say whore. Oh, sorry. Horse a- sex equine, worker. Equine equine sex worker. Um, I um, did you guys watch anything good this this weekend or this week? Uh, I am going through probably my eighth or ninth lap of Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings extended edition. Yes. Oh, yeah. The extended one. Is it good? Oh, yeah. So it's it's fucking brilliant. And uh, the what am I? I'm on Return of the King somewhere. It's four and a half hours long. Like they're not designed to be. Return of the King is four and a half hours long. Yeah. It is not designed to be watched. No, just the ending of Return of the King. Just like, yeah. After they throw the ring away, like it's like four and a half hours. There's another. They've just, the Eagles have just picked them up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's 45 Where were they? Why weren't they there in the first one, man? Because because the eye would have seen them. Come on. We've been through all this. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It just still blows my mind how well done it is. How, I mean, a it's like good material, and just the filmmaking is really good. And mm-hmm. like I really care at the end, and I feel bad for Schmiegel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of heroism, and there's also like, oh, that's from Star Wars, and oh wait, that's from Star Wars, and wait, that's mm-hmm. from oh, oh, I see, I see what was going on here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a couple of gay robots. What else are we gonna do, George? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Tolkien doing now? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking really well done. So I'm I'm super duper enjoying that. Are it's you old. looking forward to the uh, the series that's going to come out about uh, Middle Earth? I'll check it out. I yeah. mean, I'm watching it like a, like I watch about an hour and ten minutes, and then I'm like, okay, cool. And Gandalf is gone again, and we'll come back next evening, and he'll show up again mm-hmm. on the fourth day. Look to the east. So there he is again. And if he's going to disappear. If you didn't know, there is going to be a um, obviously a Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. They're spending a shitload of money, and uh, they're going to shoot New Zealand. I, I assume it's going to be with the same or a similar creative team, or you know, inspired by Weta. Weta. And um, do you know what the story is going to based be based on, John, or is it just going to be all uh, new 
sort of made I have this stuff. vague recollection that it's actually going to happen before the events of The Hobbit. Right. The what's the book he put out after? Similarillion. The Similarillion. Similarillion. Which is like a very dense, like not very linear tome, correct? Yeah, it was like Wikipedia. Yeah. It's it's sort of like the Bible. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That guy's crazy. I know, uh-huh. but, but we need those types of people who obsess and obsess and obsess and not only hey, like, who, like wrote write like his own the, language. Yeah. And like did all the calligraphy himself. Like that's crazy. That's what happens when you get tenure. Yeah. He's like, all right, I fucked a co ed yeah. and I gave out a quiz right. and Jesus, it's fucking ten thirty. What am I gonna do till <laughs> yeah. all right. Frodo was in the Shire, and Samwise Gamgee, and Merrin, and Pippin, and... Oh, hold on. Oh, I, I forgot Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. Oh, and the dwarf sang the song of Lagalagalagalar. Oh, you know what? They wouldn't speak English. I will invent my whole language for them. Hold on, it's 2.30. I just taught a class, and now I have six mm-hmm. hours before I have to go home. Oh, what's what summer now? vacation? <laughs> oh god yeah, yeah but yeah, it, that's like, tenure that's, it is there, an amazing thing though so like tenure has its its uh purposes like clearly this was a, a a creation that affected millions and millions of people and and gave put new zealand on the map economically mm. um yeah, yeah i was my dad had tenure and i was always like are you writing your great novel and he's like i'm not a writer and i'm like well what do you do what the fuck are you doing all day long I'm reading so went, the Sumerian. Yeah, he's fucking reading some economist white paper. Like, ugh. Why don't you write some about orcs and shit, dude? Make me some money when you die. Yeah, that's sweet. It's a sweet story. Yeah. We yeah. have a good relationship. Um, I uh, I just been I just this year this year this uh this <laughs> week I showed uh, the Wizard of Oz to my class. Well, you mentioned that you didn't like it. Yeah, I so I watched it. I watched it three more times, and I like it more. It's weird. Ooh, really, it's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. Okay, so what what changed? Because well, last just, week you were like, the, "This movie sucks," and well, I think that uh, I just ignore the uh, sequence of the Munchkins, which is really intolerable. Yeah, but I was thinking, you know, The Wizard of Oz was published as a book in 1900, mm-hmm. uh, Frank L. Baum, and it was. So popular that it spawned thirteen sequels. He wasn't planning on writing any sequels, and it's and and you look at the the sort of the timing of it, and it's it's really kind of a, I think a groundbreaking book. Like it it mixed together whimsy and fairy tale elements with the real world, and, and they, I don't know if that had happened before. And they captured that on film i think to a, a good degree oh sure yeah like but they, you know, i mean if you re- if you ever read any of the other books there's a whole you know the the land of oz has a whole bunch of very strange um uh other kinds of creatures and and there's a there's an ongoing story and it's all very silly but it all has adventure to it you know like at some point dorothy goes back to oz with a chicken and, uh, yes, that was the, done to return to Oz with Feruza Balk. Um, yeah, that was great. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into that. But like, do you will? think uh, because uh, yeah, we're uh, we're going to talk about that in a sec. But okay. we, you know, I, I I don't think you understand the the improv of yes and uh, clearly. But I know Marty. I I I think it means 
that when somebody says something, you support them. And what you think it means is everybody shut up because I'm talking. No, you just questioned me. Like you're not supposed to ask questions. Oh, that's different from yes and. That's a different rule. It's okay, Marty. I know that you. Don't really <sighs> he smoked pot with um, yeah, um, Mel Tillis. No, Del Mel Tillis. Tillis. So, Walter Lance. Why wouldn't those like? Oh, I'm I'm asking you a question, John. Why wouldn't would those books be ripe for a, an adaptation in the in the way that they're mining J.R.R. Tolkien's like works? Oh, I think I think the um, the sensibility is too hokey. Can you give me like explain that a little more? Uh, well, uh, the you know something I noticed uh, on the fourth time I watched it this week, uh, the cowardly lion lion is uh, anatomically correct. Oh, Bert Lara's Bert yeah. Lara's been dangling some. He dangles. Sack. He's got a little dangling right down the middle of where his you know you know how, I mean lions and cats you can't really and so dogs. you he, don't really see their penis unless they have an erection but there's an area <laughs> unless you're very attractive to them or yeah. unless a martian wind goes by unless they're 15 years old mm. um and they have a hammock oh uh, my i just saw my cat's penis <laughs> oh oh is that weird i'm gonna uh, put some money butt. away for therapy when i'm 30 <laughs> oh i came again one of the most horrifying things on earth is when a dog has got a boner in it that that weird lipstick beer like thing mm. sticks out we had a german shepherd that would get really aroused anytime it was in the car and us so three uh, three been boys there. were in the back seat and and kai the dog is standing there with his head out the window and his penis like dangling right in front of my nose mm. really tumescent very exciting mm. i came i was 15 so john you were explaining why there the the books the 17 books are too hokey for adaptation there's only 14 books marty don't don't exaggerate <laughs> they just they just have this uh it's very uh, it's a it's a very colorful uh and, racist. and the things that yeah it's it's also racist and um i mean say, i i don't know but i just assume anything we say african american so the uh like for instance you know and it's the the Tin Man. Do you know why the Tin Man is a Tin Man? Because he's he was a, a woodcutter who was extremely clumsy, and he kept on cutting off its limbs. Mm. And the Tin Wait, kept, kept off? Kept? Yeah. He kept? How many limbs can you cut off? He cut off certain... all four, and then he cut off his head, and then he cut, you know he he cut somehow he cut wait. Off how do you get head. that? How do you cut the fourth one off? You're well, holding he, the axe. He, no, he didn't do it all at once. He cut off a leg, and the Tin Smith replaced his leg with a Tin leg. And then he mm -hmm. cut off an arm, and the tinsmith replaced his arm with a right. tin arm. And then he, and this, that's basically the way it's okay. described in the book. Right, right. But so he's got no legs and one arm, and he no, cut his own. No, but it was replaced with tin. Like he cut it off, and he go oh, back okay, to, okay. oh, I cut off my arm. And he cut and off his heart too. Say, I can replace it. What? He cut off his heart too. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, yes, exactly. Not yes, and yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I nailed yeah, it. I nailed it. Oh, yes, very exactly. Good. And you're done. All right, everyone. Yeah. This is um, this has been Zoom improv. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Hollywood. There, there's uh, Snicker bars and uh, donations for wine in the lobby. So, um, somebody tried to make a sequel to it, or a couple of people tried. Uh, there was the Sam Raimi one that was mm. with uh, James Franco. The, evil dead 2 yes evil dead 
Well, yeah, Evil Dead Two. Um, and then, what was it called? It was with uh, Ashton Kutcher's wife. Um, uh, uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore was in it, playing the witch. She speaks yeah. Russian. Um, but then in 1985... Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis, sorry. Yes, Mila Kunis. Uh, in 1985, there was Return to Oz with Feruza Balk. And mm. I just remember seeing it on TV like, and being freaked the fuck out because it is crazy like it's really wild so uh just there's all this great stop motion animation and and puppetry in there uh it's mm. right up uh, bill's alley um mm. but it was directed and written by walter murch uh, who oh. was part of zoetrope you know that mm. he went he was part of that whole usc crowd uh he like cut the conversation he was a, this amazing sound oh. editor yeah. Yeah. And and this was he his, would often take bands t shirts and go to the back of the club and they're like, Where where's where do I get a t shirt? Oh, he's at the merch table. There's a long Thank way lo long way to go. So I long to. way to go. That was good. That when was, did you have uh your children so you could make dad jokes like that? Uh, but he like did the sound editing and editing <laughs> wow, on Apocalypse yeah. Now and but write that down. the one movie he directed was Return to Oz and it's Well, he should have been an editor. Well, he was an editor. Well, he should have stayed. I mean, he is he, he is still an editor, I think. Um, I think he's dead. No, no. Yeah, he's, I'm pretty he, sure he's dead. No, he's still alive. He's 70. Well, if, oh. he's, if he's still alive, Steve just killed him. Oh, he's gonna die shit. This week. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm was sorry, I talking Walt. about Tiger Woods last week or something? Oh, my God. No. no, no, it, was, uh, no. it was somebody else who died. You're talking about um, the guy who does City Lights Bookstore in San Francisco. Um, died at 101. Amistad Maupin? Yeah, what that's right. But uh, I just have to mention something that I've learned this this week. Oh, go ahead, let me just, just wrap this up. Like, but wait, just everyone wait, should. Wait, no, no. Okay. I have to say, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I have one point. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, hold on. it's totally worth watching, and it's flawed, and but it's also just just an impressive uh, work if you ever get a chance to see it. What about the Wiz? Oh, oh I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. Zardoz. Zardoz. Okay, don't don't give don't give it away where that's from. Don't give that away. Why? Because it ruins the whole movie. It, it does ruin the whole movie. It really does. So if I tell you that Zardoz has something to do with Wizard of Oz, then it would ruin the movie, and no, and that would that's what would ruin the movie. Not the costume that Sean Connery wears, or the amount of hair that's showing, or the boots, or everything about it. Let me ask you a question. Okay, don't How see come John Borman was talking. allowed to direct more than one movie. Uh, white privilege. Yeah, white privilege. Okay. Yeah, that explains it. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, Walter I... Murch and the whole uh, Zoetrope group, Borman <laughs> Borman must have been. It seems like Borman was the guy who was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm a man, you know. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Excalibur, man." And everyone's like, "Okay, Borman." Calm I down. enjoyed Scal Excalibur. I uh, they lost mm. me at the the first scene when the guy didn't take off his armor to have sex. That and, was and I was mm. I was eleven at the time, and I was still like, "That's not okay." And uh, like Liam Neeson I and did, Helen Mirren were in that oh, movie I together. Came, I came just I came with you just talking about remembering seeing. I was three when I saw and it. They were 11. dating then. Um, well, we Liam Neeson and and Helen Mirren, mm. um, but he did he really? did some yeah. 
Yeah, he did some great movies. Like Deliverance is a great movie. Uh, Borman directed Deliverance. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. take it all back. Yeah, all right. he did Hope and Glory, which is really cool. Um, he did Zardoz. He did <laughs> Zardoz, which was interesting. He did Point Blank, which is a classic um, sort of noirish, like Lee Marvin film. Yeah, he did some great stuff. I but think uh, he also Helen Mirren would be a did today or nineteen seventy would be just a fantastic fuck. Mm, I yeah, think that's she'd be one of the most controversial things you've ever said. I think she'd be fun. I I wow. I think she'd be fun. You sound that like such a creep. Telling us that when you went into the woods like, when you were fifteen, yeah, you no, no, that that makes sense to me. But like, uh, as much as we make fun of John being creep, you take the creep crown today. Um, well, what? Oh, she's a dame. I, you know, Judy Dench doesn't look that like that fun, much fun today or even back then. But Helen Mirren, a lot of fun. Creep. She okay. seems real zesty. Yeah. Like um, full of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like she, like I'm gonna wear pearls and nothing You're else. Talking while like I... you, you have to convince anybody. Everybody <laughs> on earth wants to fuck Helen Mirren. Yeah. But I mean, she's seventy years old. I'm talking yeah, about now. So I'm she's Helen about... fucking Mirren. Yeah. And what's right, her, right in. If if you if you if you think you do not want to fuck Helen Mirren, write in, and we'll see how many people write in next week. And fuck. I don't think anybody will. I nope. mean, she's not like a model. I mean, she's attractive. No, for... she's just sexy as hell. Yeah, there's just that act. I don't know. Oh, I'm looking at old pictures of her. I, I, I only know her. I gotta as, say, as I a... would not kick uh, Dame du Judy Dench out of bed. No, I'd fuck. Not for eating crackers. No, do you know crackers. What's the uh, Helen Mirren British crime show she was on for years and years? Uh, Something shit. detective. Prime suspect. Oh, prime yeah, prime suspect. suspect. Yeah, right. yeah. that that great. era. Like I would. Oh, mm. I would spread Marmite all over her. Mm. Do you even yeah. like Marmite? No, I don't even know what it is. Oh, it tastes like Helen Mirren's pussy. It tastes like Zardoz. <laughs> I I had um. I had uh, um, Vegemite for for breakfast. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was it good? It was. I've awesome. never had Vegemite. It's delicious. Yeah. So basically, they take the leavings from from when they uh, make beer, and then mm -hmm. they add a shitload of salt to it, and then boil it down until it's like tar, and then you just have it with uh, butter and toast. So it's like it's like yeast and no, malt? yeast leavings. It's like yeast shit. It's like what the the yeast shits yeast out. poop out. Yeah. So, like, when you have an unfiltered beer, say, like a Hefeweizen or a Wit, that stuff at the bottom of the beer mixed with salt. Yeah, and boiled down. Yeah, and boiled down. Yeah, I um, love it. Yeah, it's really good. I just put a couple images up for for your uh, enjoyment. Oh, um, Helen! Oh my God! Look at her titties! Oh my lord! Yep. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I'm so I'm so sad, Cassandra. I just want to apologize to all of you out there who listen to Nooner for for really classy content. I'm sorry we went down this this road this week. Uh, excuse me. So I've been. I'm I'm a sexual being, John. I can't help that I'm attracted to Helen Mirren. That I want to have sexual well, intercourse. Can, can you with help her. talking about it ad nauseum? Uh, what does what does ad nauseum mean? Until I'm nauseous. That's what it means. Okay. Until John is nauseous. It's, it's Latin. Are you literally you nauseous? feel nauseous? You can be nauseated, but you can feel nausea. Oh, God. Here's the fucking... 
What? Here's the technical writer. Yeah. Coming in to yeah. you can't throw water be on nauseous. the fire. You feel Will you nauseous. and I was spelling educational. So John, 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 John. John let, I was right go. here. I was right here. John. All you had to do is say, Can you proof this? And I would yeah, have I know someone that. asked me to proof something today for them, and I thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> okay, mind. you know it. The game yeah. is available. Just go to you know it, the game.com. I mean, this is a person with like a degree from a pretty prestigious school yeah, in okay. journalism. I mean, back then. And this person who asked me to uh, no. to proof their some product or whatever that they're going out with, and I was like, "You do not know how to use an apostrophe." Like, but I, you know it what? Is... A good journalist has a, a copy editor read their stuff. True, 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 true. I, I buy that. But she just kept pushing back. Like, I think that needs an apostrophe, and I'm, and I would send her articles, and I would explain it to her. Uh, I, I I wrote something with this guy who could not spell, and he used the wrong spelling of break because we were using car brakes the uh -huh. car, and he would he would spell it b-r-e-a-k and i'm like no that's mm -hmm. I, I don't i don't know how often i need to explain it to you that's a different break like mm -hmm. i would send him articles i would draw it and he just was like and that you know who can't you know who can't spell that's quentin tarantino yeah and that is right. how <laughs> us poor and powerless people feel better in this world is when we Good. get to to copy edit other people's stuff, uh, people mm. who are more successful and richer than us, and mm. powerful. I'm not quite sure you want to use a semicolon there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make you look I, smart. I, I, no. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, you know what? Just throw them in every now and then. Just throw in a semicolon. No one really knows what they're for. <laughs> yeah, it's just to break shit up, right? <laughs> yeah, just break it up. Well, I know a lot of people because it's not a complete. It's not a colon. It's just a semicolon. It's a semi. It's yeah. like you're not committing. It's a you're wannabe like, colon. It was originally Should I put called a comma or a period. I'll just put a semicolon. Yeah, you know what the greatest about. cop out is? The dash. Oh yeah. Or the what? n dash or the m dash or the dash. N dash. N dash. All right. This yeah. is we got to move on from this. This is like this is welcome to Grammar Corner. Oh, welcome now. to sad podcast on the now. Smart so Coast John. Morning, did you watch anything? Oh, so you watched the Wizard of Oz three times this week what did he show i watched i i have a show that we started to watch we decided it was not good which was el cid which is spanish it looked you know it was like a the story of el cid and it was mm -hmm. after 15 minutes it was boring the cid yeah it's <laughs> yeah don't get all fancy on us john it's just the oh, cid okay it's the cid okay yeah god damn you yeah motherfuckers los cids <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is uh, it about? When? Where? Where is it? Like, why? What? Are, made... are you not familiar with El Cid no? at all? Uh -uh. Oh, oh, El Cid What? Is it with Charlton Heston? No, no. It's a it's a series. It's about the uh, the uh, knight, the Spanish knight El Cid, yeah. who fought against uh, the Muslims uh, back in like twelve. Oh, I like it already. Mm. I think there was a movie of it in the fifties. Yeah, there's there's been a bunch of movies He's with with Charlton Heston. Okay. All right. Okay. That's well, I'm I've, sure I've seen the movie. It was, it was probably better than the series that's now on Netflix or oh. Prime or wherever I saw it. Um, and so, how many all. episodes did you get get through? Uh, I got through ten minutes of it. Oh, nice, Ooh. nice. And it was in Spanish. Yeah, I think it was in Spanish. I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't it was get dubbed into English. Yeah. Oh, oh, you watched and, it. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to watch it in the original in Chile because I'm a. I'm a suburb. I like to, you know, it bugs me when people's words don't match their mouths. 
Mm. And I, yeah, I finished uh, that Netflix show Dark finally. Oh yeah. yeah, three three seasons, and I really enjoyed having to read it because it is a time travel uh, mind fuck with a lot of characters, right? And then a lot of them like you- that's him at five and that's him at 30 and yeah. that's him at 90 and that's him from the alternate universe like jesus christ and you at one point there's four of this girl in a scene there's four versions of her three from one universe at three different time periods and one from another universe and i'm like i don't i don't i don't know and they all look danish uh, german they yeah. all look german. And, and you can't tune out because if if you you can't just sort of, sort of like, oh, I hear that dialogue. Like you don't. Yeah, it, it made me sit up and read, and, and go, that's why okay. watching the, those Korean soap operas is is also really great because you're you, you're forced to read all the th- shit that's going on, and and you can't like look at your phone while you're watching it, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and strangely, I like the way German sounds. That is weird. Yeah. No. You might be I, the I, only one. <sighs> Uh, the wife and I were in Dresden. We were sitting, we missed our train. We were sitting in like a little, little cafe waiting for the next train. And we sat next to this German couple and we just were quiet for an hour. We just listened to them talk and it was quite lovely. Mm. Or did you just say like, I want to hear them talk, honey, but you really, you meant like, (laughs) I don't want to hear you talk. Oh, trust me. I just look at her and I go. Let's not talk. Let's, <laughs> let's let's do that meditation thing that we've been talking yeah. about. Uh, I yeah. No, I, I think German when it's not being screamed at, at Jews in a concentration camp. <laughs> um, it's not. I mean, it's I the took best it for language a year ever. in high school. Yeah, Juden, schnell, schnell. Like you know, that's yeah, that's bad German. But the good German, it it has a kind of lyrical quality that reminds me a little bit of French. So I I enjoyed listening to the German for 30 episodes or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. dark was very good is a right. lot. All right. I'll check it out for a time travel movie. Uh, I am. Show. We have a, uh, so w- we have a little bit of a situation. It's very, it's kind of frustrating because my, it's just me and my wife and my mother-in-law, right? And my mother-in-law doesn't like, she doesn't like uh, the wire. And so I'm split between wanting. What? I, yeah. Cause she, she she's a, more of an Arliss fan. Yeah, she's she basically she's like, there. Who's the good guy? Why? Why is the good guy doing bad things? She's mm. very, very black and white. And, and so, yet, yet she's neither. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I know. <laughs> the, for some reason, Marty and I are are doing the heavy lifting with the dad jokes, and you're actually making sense tonight. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre world. So we have to, we're watching, I mean, the West Wing is fine. That's what we're watching. But I, I can't watch the uh, the dark or the wire while she's around. And I don't want to chase her off, even though I kind of want to chase her off. Mm. You know, so it's, it's I like that. I signed up. Wait, for- wait, wait. So you guys are like, it's 25 years later and you're like, let's watch the wire. Yeah. Okay. The best show ever made by yes. a human being. Yeah. I'm late to the party. I admit, oh, and but no. I'm at, but here's the thing: I'm getting to watch The Wire for the first time. So, um, yeah, if she wants, if she wants to know where the bad guys are bad and the good guys are good, yeah, I would think she might want to watch something more like um, Falcon Crest or Dallas or yeah. you know, what? like a soap. No. I don't know. Yeah, she uh, likes uh, she likes soap operas. She loves. She's the person who's watching every Hallmark movie about Christmas. Um, <laughs> 
in July. She's, I mean, she's, not and she's a- going to, you're just going to show her the, you're, you're, she's going to go from, um, uh, a movie starting, starring Billy Ray Cyrus about Christmas on Hallmark yeah, to right. the wire. That's exactly. You're going to get the bends, dude. No, I know. That's why we don't do it. And she, I mean, it, the thing we start watching a wire and she goes out of the room and, and I think oh, she goes out of the where <laughs> the room drink, drink, you fuckers. Everybody drink everybody. He said rum. I didn't say rum. I said room, 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 room. So you need a show that you, your wife, no, and I don't. Need, her I don't, mother that can all watch. I, I don't no, really want. I I I want to watch the dark. Like I want to. I want to finish the wire and watch the dark. But I have a feeling that well, maybe I'll just do that and just let her suffer alone in her room playing a Candy Crush, which is what she does, and that's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, it's just delightful. It's delicious. I I signed up for a year of Disney Plus, and um, I've been watching WandaVision. And oh my god, isn't that great? It's really great. Like yeah. Elizabeth Olsen is. I've always thought she was a fantastic actress, and she's great in it. And great piece of ass. Uh, the director, <laughs> the director, like is from Mad Men, and and like he Matt does Jackman. A, which one? Yeah. Do you know him? Matt Jackman. Yeah. Oh, how do you know him? Well, he's a brother of a good friend of Shelley's, um, and he went to um, Yale. Yeah, Yale. Um, and mm-hmm. he started the Black Dahlia Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've met him a couple of times, and oh. now he's a wildly successful TV director. Yeah, and and it's a great show, and I think he it's oh, like he, and he that it's so well directed. It's incredible. it's it's masterful the way that they capture all the different like tv eras without mockery and like you could do, do it so easily just to make fun of it yeah but it does it in a way that you really puts you right there and it, it's more it's funny and but also like brings you back to those moments and i, I just think it's so well done uh, it has the one thing that some of the very best things have and that's Catherine Hahn. yes she's great she's awesome she's always great, great piece yes. of ass Oh God! Uh, well, that's what we're talking about. Like, like when we say great, we mean great piece of yeah. Steve. You're yeah, just being yeah. redundant. She's, she's really, she's really good. She's always, she's the secret sauce. Yeah. She's, Anything she's in, she always elevates it. Yeah. Like a uh, Pam Greer, yeah. Judy Greer, not Pam Greer. Both of them, both Greers. Any Greer. The Greer uh, sisters. Uh, the Greer, Greer sisters Greer. are amazing. <laughs> um, oh, you know who else is great? That's like that. Is is that uh, Olivia uh, Olivia Coleman? Oh yeah, yeah. Olivia great. Coleman, great piece hey, of ass. She's a great. Yeah, I loved her in Green Wing. I loved her in in uh, Night Manager. Peep, Peep she, Show. She was the best thing in Night Manager by like four or five. Yeah, because I mean, she got her start doing sketch comedy, and I think that that is such a great foundation for any actor. Like, oh yeah, you would because you started in sketch comedy. Mm. Shut up. No, I started in theater at no. the, at your theater. That was, that was fucking sketch comedy. <laughs> Jesus, I don't think Richard the Third is sketch comedy. John, but the way you guys wait, put it wait, up, John, I want you to I say. I didn't know it, was, it had a game show in Act Three. John, I want you to you say. Some, I want you to say something nice about me because you've all like every time I say something, I've said something tonight. You like shat on it, so say something nice. Okay, Marty, I think you're really one of the nicest people uh, on earth. Um, you are, and and uh, last time I saw you with your shirt off, I was amazed. That was you like that was in fit. 1990 
six. Well, you used to be very, very fit. It was yeah. very impressive. You looked, uh, yeah. Well, now I'm, I've got, yeah. Thank you. Well, kids. okay. So you used to <laughs> used to be awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks. I can't take thanks. that away from you. You, you got. You, uh, you yeah. always have that early '90s awesomeness. I can't, can't find that away. one photo. I can't find that one. Look photo. at John. He's never been awesome. He'll and he'll never be awesome. Exactly. Um, and you know what? We saw. We went and saw that Star Wars thing that you did. Yeah. Uh, back was that two years ago now. Marty, you were the best thing in that, and there was a lot of good things in it. Well, uh, thank you, John. Uh, no, I mean, when you when you were playing three characters like on stage, that was going from one to the other. That, that was, was so much fun. That was great. Uh, that was great. So was one great. of my sister's friends. Why did you bring that to this podcast? I I can't. I that's no. You no. you got to pay me for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Wait, you're not getting paid. Um, am I so, the only one? Yeah, you're the only Shh. one. Uh, Cassandra so, might listen in. The one time I'm I did not a, paying a woman to be on this show. I did a shirtless show at Sacred Fools. Like, oh yeah, shirtless yeah, and buttless. Yeah, buttless. And then um, that that you were in it too. You were great. And Thank you. Oh, you mean John? Yeah, yeah. I was great. Did you hear that, Steve? I was mm -hmm. great at one point. Mm -hmm. And then I had mm -hmm. a friend, uh, one of my sister's friends. Alan Mir Mirren was in it too. No. Uh, one of my sister's friends, great piece of ass. Husbands, yeah, he came and and they're a gay couple, and he came to see it because he heard that I was shirtless, and he saw, um, he got to see my understudy Eric Perlmutter instead of me. So that was a bummer. That was uh, a bummer for who? For, for you? For everyone? Everyone involved? Everybody was everybody, everybody the involved. The whole audience, yeah, yeah, felt the disappointment. Yeah, but. Uh, I remember that night. I this, remember that. I felt I came out. I was, it's called Catching Hell. And I was, I was, right? Yeah. That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. And I was playing Santa Claus. And I played a hell. waiter in hell. And I had to wear a ball gag the whole show. And uh, it was yeah. a very, very, very small um, apron. apron. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, that's That was such a fun show. What is Paul Plunkett, the the playwright, doing now? He's he's such a a, a smart and funny writer. Uh, well, he actually worked for me for a really long time. Um, he's still acting uh, at Sacred Fools. He's on the board of Sacred Fools, um, and but he hasn't been writing um, as much as I would like him to uh, lately. Mm. Mm. He he mm. did uh, a, that great two hander. Uh, and something in gender, um, engendered species and engendered species. I don't and, remember that one. I remember the title, but I don't remember. Oh, it was just that. a wonderful, um, sort of a series of, of scenes between two people. And it went through several different eras and, uh, a, a, of, of theater types. And it was just so mm. smartly done. And it, it relied on the two actors being really, really fast. And, mm -hmm. The actor who was cast in it, one a hilarious improviser, very funny. He he had uh, uh, cold feet. He he got um, stage fright and he couldn't do it. And so Paul had to jump in to play him the the role that he wrote. And that was a crazy thing because he was it was like really down to the hour, like right before where that actor dropped out and. Uh, and and Paul just had to jump in. It was amazing. It, he did an amazing job. And Paul Paul's a great actor. He was a child actor. Yes. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in Butch and Sundance the early days. 
Okay. Yeah. And then he got better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that. See, this is the stuff Marty will talk about as he, at our two he's like well that's it for this week oh john remember this guy that no one knows else on this podcast and let's talk about him for 30 minutes while we're trying to end so you guys got this out of the way now yeah 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 and so, so now, when we when we I end gonna, yeah we'll we end do that we okay. won't do that because you do that Sorry. constantly I, I don't look at me we're gonna dip into the mail sack oh mail sack mail sack i want to get my hands in that mail sack <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that was great. That, that was great. great. Fucking Steve. I just, I'm, uh, I'm doing a Daft Punk light show while you guys did that. Excellent. With, with my uh, bike light. Okay. Uh, Marty, I hope you're feeling better with your terrible headaches. Yes, I am. So, yeah, it, it's so crazy how quickly they come, how devastating they are, and how quickly they go. Uh, and some people is it, are they cluster headaches they're cluster headaches and they're oh. do you know anybody who has cluster headaches john just you uh, yeah i have a, a very close friend who yeah, yeah who has them and and it really was like just so meaningful to have somebody else who, who who's experienced them um and uh yeah some people get them every day they have a, them chronically and it, you can't do anything it's it's more painful than migraine supposedly i don't know i've not had a migraine but uh they last shorter but some people get like eight a day and i i would just i literally would not be able to live my life Function. i i i yeah. uh, have had migraines uh, a few times and i can't imagine anything worse mm. and so if you're saying it's supposed to be there i mean it's awful yeah yeah you, you, you can't function and and like when you're then when you it, it goes away you feel like you've just been beaten up like like somebody has uh what's his name um uh, floyd mayweather has just been punching your face like for like 10 minutes straight and you're just waiting to recover from that and then it happens again so so happy that's over with um so thank you for your concern, Steve. And then he says, when I was 12, my mom was driving us to Jack in the Box, 10-year-old me's favorite, still one of my favorites, and she mm. got this blinding headache. She said, my head hurts so bad I can't see. I said, let me drive. She said, you're 12. And I said, you're blind. And then she T-boned a car. I hope you feel better, Marty. Yeah, that sounds like a a, a migraine because that does affect your vision. Um, that's horrible. I hope she didn't experience that for any extended period of time. Um, yeah. Uh, how did you, did you have more than one migraine, John? Yeah, I've had migraines. Uh, I used to have migraines quite a bit when I was younger. I found that meditation actually uh, keeps me from having migraines. How is a migraine different than a headache? <clears throat> well, a headache? first of all, a migraine starts out with you. I mean, it, it's different for different people. Um, but for me, migraine starts out with me basically going blind. Like uh, you have, you know, if you press on your eyeballs, you get those flickers. It's like mm -hmm. those flickers take over my entire eye space. And I know that in about 45 mm -hmm. minutes, I'm going to get a migraine. And so what I do, if that happens, is I take, um, I overdose on pain relievers and lie down. And that keeps the pain, has kept the pain away um, when I've done that. Uh, that's fantastic um 
yeah. that, that you found something that relieves it. Like, so there yeah. are muscular headaches, and I think that's traditionally what people think about. And these are basically these when the muscles around your, your scalp or whatever, they, they contract and they twitch and whatever, and that causes a headache. Migraines and cluster headaches are called vascular headaches. And basically, it's, it's the blood vessels inside your brain that are uh, twitching, spasming, and doing all sorts of horrible things. My understanding, and I haven't looked it up lately, but my understanding is they're still a little mysterious. Yes, yes. They're, mm. Like with um, migraines and, and, and cluster headaches, they don't, like, they know what can trigger them, but they don't necessarily know exactly the mechanisms that cause it. Uh, so Steve goes on and says, the rest of you, thank you for how you ended last week's episode of Nooner. It was sweet and I appreciate you all. Well, it was our pleasure. Um, how did last weekend? I, I didn't listen. You were there. You were the. You're the one who remembered that Cassandra is not going to be here tonight. So you must know. I, if if you don't remember, I can't tell you. <clears throat> listen, listen back. Um, Michael Binhock writes in and says, Hey, Murps, as I wrote in an email before, I had my espresso machine in for repair. Unfortunately, the manufacturer says it's irreparable, but they gave me a refund. Well, there you go. I've decided I'm going to upgrade with the next one. Um, good thing. That's the good thing with uh, quarantine. I didn't spend so much money for going out uh, because last month I had to get a new TV because my. Okay. So, yeah. Like, have you bought anything with. Um, Future uh, sorry guys um and this is the um, end of last week and you're on a game show which game show uh, we were on get a clue but i don't know how to watch it now because i think he just said is, is this the, what he thanked us for this is with yes. five minutes left what is get a clue yeah thank you it's hosted by baby okay fantastic thank you for doing that that was very helpful to everybody yeah thank you <laughs> could you talk more about helen Mirren, please what a great piece of ass. Uh, so I assume that everybody's spending has gone down except for the people who happen to leave a light on in Texas during these. The, oh, this, God. This yeah. Storm. You hear about that? That's yeah, horrifying. Tens of thousands of dollars just of, of electricity because you used it in the off peak hour because you left a light on when everything was going to shit. Um, That's the market, John. Don't don't shit on that. Yeah, they, yeah. they have cheap energy there. But when. Until when they demand don't. goes up and supplies goes down, you you have a ten thousand dollar. Did I bill. shit on it? I shat on the, the situation that people find themselves in when the market grinds them to death. Yeah, to death, to death. It's like dust to death. Tomorrow it's we fight dest. to death. Uh, have you guys purchased anything like that you normally wouldn't because you had a little more money than you normally like that you, of the things that you spent spend money on? I can't think of anything except uh, no, I can't think of anything. Drugs. I, I mean, I, I don't need anything. I mean, I feel guilty when I, you know, yeah, go out and buy socks. And I need them. Oof, John, you, you of all people on earth, please wear socks. Okay, I will from <laughs> now on because of what you just said. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I was gonna get the PS Five when it came out, and then I'm like, eh, just wait. Yeah, well, now you, you can't anymore. Yeah, and then he can't. So yeah, but they what just announced today buy? that they're developing a, a VR the PS6. No, no VR hand uh, headset for the, specifically for the PS5, and that by 
might be interesting. I, I'm I am interested in VR. Uh, John, have have you been playing your VR thingy? No. Oh. No, okay, maybe we I haven't. I mean, I, I I look at it and go, oh, I should do that, but I just don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time. Uh, really weirdly busy. Yeah. Um. No, and, not weirdly. Uh, Every I think it's our natural inclination, like to jump on things that occupy our time these days. John gets up. He looks at the word educational in the dictionary. And he, he comes. spells it out. Then he gets Has quizzed it. by his wife. Quick, pop sh- pop quiz, hot shot, educational, E C U D A T A N E L. You know now on, I am not going to just lob you guys softballs anymore. <laughs> I, I, you didn't do anything softballs. there, John. <laughs> I did. I do. I lob you softballs all the time. All right. And you, all right. you go ahead and hit them. And I'm just tired of it because it's. You no, guys, no, no, no. You, you, you obviously feel like I'm not lobbing you softballs. We're. Uh, look at. I can tell. Cougar and I are miserable people. And we look at you. I'm, speak for yourself. I am happy as a okay. clam and shit. This, uh, Clam and shit. See, you're mixing your metaphors again. Yes. I sad, really. Yeah. You used to be such a good writer. You used to be able to use apostrophes correctly. Yes. Correct. I happy used to have, as a clam. I was educated. Did, did. Happy as a clam at high tide. Describes your own Lexises. Okay. What? Michael goes on Kia. and says in Germany. Oh, we're still in the mailbag. Yes. Mail sack. <laughs> mailbag. Uh, in Germany, we have an expression for excess weight gain from emotional overeating. It's called Kummerspeck. Ah. Uh, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally translated brief, grief bacon. So grief s- bacon, that's beautiful. Yeah, so speck is, is like uh, smoked prosciutto in Italy. Yeah, speck is German bacon. Um, as I read, and, and I read, uh, people call the weight gain now in quarantine, Corona speck. Corona speck. Oh, Corona spec. I see. Yeah. It's like Corona. I get it. Yeah. I didn't weigh uh, myself yet because I'm too scared to see how much the scale went up. But, but the holes of my belt tell me it's a lot. Uh, next mm-hmm. week, I'm on vacation. And if you... Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, geez. Like, I think he's coming to the US. I, I don't think we're in a place where we can have people over. But if you're in the same time zone, maybe you can zoom in. We'll, we'll, we, we will discuss um, wait we're we're allowing germans into the country i don't know i don't know how it works i honestly it, oh, it when i hear about like cassandra like flying to see like for very like reasonable like important reasons to see a relative who's incredibly sick like i i just think how terrifying that is just flying yeah but um why but michael because because what keeps it in the sky, Steve? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Planes go down. The wa- the Planes go down, melt, bro. Yeah. I know, but like, isn't it? Isn't this over? Aren't oh, we at the end? Are we in? Uh... My mother-in-law just got her second shot today. Yeah, it's it's pretty much done. No, no, I didn't get oh. none of my shots yet. Oh. Yeah. Um, huh. Anyhow, Michael, we we will be in touch. We'd love to have you on. Um, or here it, when things are reasonable, but I mean, you're from Germany. Like, who knows what sort of German cooties? Yeah, why would you come in? here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If you could just let us know what kind of German cooties you have, um, so we can be prepared uh, with a Zoom filter, that'd be great. I had a horrible thing that happened. I lost, um, like, so in January, I, I lost a little bit of weight just because I wasn't drinking, which is crazy, and or eating meat. Um, I don't recommend that necessarily, but 
uh, I lost my wedding ring yesterday. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, I have no idea where it went, and I, I feel mm. naked. That's not oh, symbolic. That sucks. If you guys see oh, it, sorry. let me know. <laughs> and it wasn't an omen, right, honey? If you, if we right, see honey? it, honey, did you lose it on the Zoom call? <laughs> did you? Did you lose it inside at, someone? I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> leave any stone unturned, John. I'm okay. just. I'm. I'm really desperate. Okay. All so, right. So, so Marty, I lost my wedding ring at the beach happily luckily for me luckily for okay, me i, I lost my wedding ring at the beach because i put it when i went to go swimming and i put it in my shoe and my wife was the one who picked up my shoe so it was kind of like it was her fault. Oh, wait, 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 wait you're talking about your wait, wedding band correct not your wedding wait what's the difference my what, well it doesn't have a diamond on it it's not like so it's a the, ring it's still a yeah. ring the lord of the rings is not the Lord of the Bands. Those rings <laughs> okay, but it's, it's it's yeah, I understand. But it's like like if my you wife lost the, the, the diamond that I gave her that was Jerry Garcia up one of my great grandmother's uh, cooches as she uh, as she uh, fled Russia and snuck into America. Oh, I'd be you're pretty great, pissed. Great, great grandmother. Yes, but this nice little ring ass. that's on my finger, I, yeah. you should you guys should buy like five of them and like oh I lost it I'll just put another one on. Well, that's like what it's, we it's, did, all right, Steve? I was in yeah. the middle of a fucking story. Mm, you interrupted you it in t- order to tell me that I should get something like what I have right now. Yeah, like when you get married, you should get 10 of them. And like, yeah, I, I lost it. Yeah, you put another one on. It's a yeah, fucking... That's a good idea. So it's, what it's happened was my wife, uh, about two months later, she lost hers. So we got new ones. And it was very romantic. Except when we went and got them, we, when we got married... Gold wasn't that expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we went, we went, you guys were getting gold and for gold. Yeah. Fucking exactly. Decrepit and, elderly. Fuck. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, Marty, yeah. you got to steal your wife's wedding ring. That's what you have to do and lose it. And then you'll be you'll be out of the doghouse. Well, her wedding ring was a lot more expensive than mine. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to pay for mine. Again. Why don't you just get a tattoo of a ring and then you could never lose it? And you're like, look, I'm married. I can't be. Quit you know, flashing your tattoos you are so on so romantic. It's just amazing. I know. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm practical. Um, Practically romantic. Coming this fall to TBS. We got another. Ferusable. We got another email from Steve Owens who says, Hi, kids. I know you're, Fuck that guy. I know you're all Fucking tired of so me hard. pimping out my show. What show? Oh, Fascination Street Podcast with new episodes mm. every Monday, everywhere podcasts are available. So I won't do it that this time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to suggest a movie for you kids to watch and discuss. It's streaming for free on Amazon Prime for members. So I would say that's not free. Uh, it's called <laughs> Contactee, and it was mm-hmm. made by a filmmaker and podcaster named Vincent Caldoni. Vincenzo, yes, yeah. okay. Vincenzo Caloni. He is a buddy, and I'm curious what you optimistic guys and gal think about it. Love you more, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. We need that. So contact D. It better not All suck, right. or else we're gonna come after you, Steve. And yeah, Vincenzo is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, and then Anthony, uh, he did email me again to say that he wants to help me with my um, my cluster headaches. So I will absolutely contact him about that. Uh, and you, you guys can too, Anthony in Moab. 
There's only like 17 Anthony's in Moab. Uh, and then... <sighs> Are there 18 people? Yeah. And 17 of them are ma- named Anthony. It's really... And, they, and the, the 18th? Tony. So weird. Uh, the last one is from JP, who's mm-hmm. just up the street. And mm-hmm. he's, he said he was already working on this before getting name checked for not loving in and of itself. Weird. So here he goes. Hi, Murps. I'll try to talk fast, but this is a little rambly, so settle in. We'll spoil as little as possible, but wanted to talk about in and of itself, the Derek Delgadio one-man show. While I was impressed with a lot of it, I didn't love it as a whole. Thinking about why, one particular bit came to mind. He requests nearby street names from the audience to get a random intersection. After disappearing a brick with an impressive card trick, he insists it'll be on that corner. The show is still going, so this strikes me as the lamest magic trick I've ever seen. As if sending a task rabbit to drop a brick on a nearby street corner is a mystical feat. Maybe it's a small issue to stick in my mind, but then the credits tag up on it with people's cell phone video of finding the brick. So my final impression of the show is the dumbest thing it had to offer. This got me thinking about other things that really managed to sour the whole experience at the end for me. Don't know that spoiler warnings are necessary for a 20-year-old Kevin Spacey movie, but I'm going to ruin the life of David Gale. Oh, God. He plays a prisoner Ugh. being put to death for murder, no, but he, a journalist doesn't he, believe he did it. sexually molested a child. The surprise twist is that as no, he's being he's executed, a video is released showing the victim killing herself with him in the room, planting fingerprints at the scene. If the point is that you can make it look like somebody committed a crime with their full cooperation in secrecy, he probably didn't need to die to prove that. Has I, anyone else rolled their eyes hard enough at an ending to ruin the whole experience? Thanks as always. Keep up the good work. Okay, I would say that like uh, that JP is absolutely right. That is a ridiculous ending to uh, uh, a movie because of course like you could say okay, like theoretically somebody could do something ridiculous that would imply that would implicate them in a murder but they, no one would ever do that so this, it's a stupid thing just to prove a point and then be sent off to be uh, executed uh the Derek Delgado thing is more of a fun thing i like i didn't i i didn't come away from that thinking like how did they do that i just thought that was like a a thoughtful sort of like interesting thing to explore about like how complete are they going to take this sort of um this mentalism act and and that was actually added as i understand it by um the executive producers uh, steve and evie colbert they insisted on putting that in the end so Mm. um so it, it might not be all on derek talgaudio uh, are there endings that have ruined the rest of the movie for you guys? Hmm. I was just trying to think of one oh, or two excellent or Excellent question three. that I need a couple of weeks to come up with a couple of good answers. Um, um, an ending. An ending, ending. The end of a movie. So think of a movie, but then go to the end of it. Yeah. And I think when that. the eagles showed up at the end, oh, of, like, why didn't they the just rings? use the eagles? Why didn't they just use eagles to begin with? Uh, and or why didn't they use one of those catapults or trebuchets 
to just launch the ring into the like why do you know, do they need do you know the real reason you know the real reason why they didn't use the eagles earlier is because he was intending the entire time for uh frodo to die oh and then and then at the end he was like, the publisher was like uh don't, don't kill the little person what do you yeah the little micro yeah, Irish, they're, they're nice, said, they're cute. Oh, yeah, eagles. I could have, oh, yeah, uh, maybe people won't notice that they could have just dropped the thing in the thing. Uh, well, know. to be fair, they the eye would have seen the eagles. Oh, they're sure, pretty. Sure. Uh, it's no, it, and maybe maybe it requires uh, some kind of sacrifice or you know, it's a magical thing. It's, I mean, when people get into like, why didn't they use the giant eagles before? It's like, well, why are there orcs and and yeah. elves if and after they destroyed the ring they got on the the subway that went there they're like right. oh well why did they just <laughs> yeah everything has this, a level of suspension of disbelief and either you There's go with it train you that goes right to mount doom it's the mount doom stop it's right after the uh, black gate you just fucking yeah, you know but, you take but then you end up sitting next to somebody who like just smells like you know kimchi or something oh. a friend of mine a friend of mine told me this funny story where he went and saw little shop of horrors and um Watching the whole movie, and then at uh, at about halfway through the movie, which involves a giant talking plant. Oh, okay, talking, John, what did I tell you about spoilers? Jesus. The giant talking plant starts singing, and at this woman behind my friend said, "Oh yeah, right," uh-huh. because yeah, everything yeah. else was acceptable. Yeah. But when and the plant was dancing and talking, but when it started singing, it was like, "Oh, that's a bridge too far." Well, I just objected to how they maligned. Uh, dentists you know dentists take a very solemn vow when they become dentists mm. to not abuse the dentist their, oath yeah their position and it just offended me yeah took me out took me out completely Did, can you think of an ending that you didn't like marty off uh, the top of your head I basically every podcast we do and mm. yeah oh the, what, the, when it ends when you talk about someone mm. that you uh, you and I know that nobody else knows. Well, you know, we we know. enjoy it, John. So that's yeah, nice. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we enjoy it, Steve. Yeah, um, uh, I'm looking at all these movies that have bad endings, and the life of da- David Gale is is up there. Um, I've never seen any of these movies. The Dark Knight Rises. I saw that. I don't remember that ending being bad. Um, I don't remember it being good, but is that the one where they uh, they fights with the 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 guy from? the guy with the mask on oh yeah now you see me the, the whole time it was oh. uh, spoilers yeah it was mark ruffalo who was the cop chasing them he he set it all up which makes well then you rewatch the movie then you go oh well this doesn't make any sense because how would he have done this and known this and did this and yeah i don't like the twist ending they're not my favorite yeah i didn't love i mean i love titanic i love that movie but the ending just, really yeah, I thought really? I I totally bought into it. Like I've only seen it once. I saw oh, you it. bought it. You believe that that it really went down. <laughs> Wait, what? It didn't. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh yeah, sheep. sucker it punch. That's a, that's one. That that's not a good ending. Oh, yeah, no. it's like oh, it was all in her head. Like no, that yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. No, all in their their head ones. That that I'm not down with that. But uh, no, I mean, I mean. I'm willing to forgive a lot of movies like Titanic because the journey is so much fun, you know. Um, fun? Well, it's it's thrilling. Thrilling, I should say. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Actually, one that just came to mind is The Mist. That made me 
fucking pissed. That's on all of these lists too, because like he's about to his family. Oh, they all killed themselves, and then yeah. the, the army's there. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 that that actually made me mad. And and yeah, I, it's terrible. And I that's like a, a hack screener. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna edge you to the point that you're gonna come. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna no, stop. No, no, like, that, this is exactly how it felt because the the actual book. Thank you. The book was not like that. The book sort of it, it sort of like sort of dwindles away you know i i i can't remember but it, it didn't end no it's a stephen king book it doesn't have an ending right right exactly but this one was the like cocaine wears off and he's like and then he drove to maine right. and listened to the ramones the end and he, this movie was just like is it frank darabont is that who i don't know who yeah where, Yes, and he's just like I'm gonna blow people's minds, and I was like, eh, you're just kind of fucking with people's minds, which is different, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, a, it's a cheap trick. It's it's and not the band. Like oh, it's just a mother wow. told me, yes, she told me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but that yeah that that is one that really uh, angered me. And the village, the village was terrible too, and basically uh-huh. a lot of M Night Shyamalan movies, but the village in particular. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's could, his I, one trick. Yeah, but visitors, right? That was the. Yeah, that's a. That the, was like the third one with with the the water and the. No, aliens. no, that's not no the Paul Giamatti one. That's not the visitors. That's a. The, that's the lady, lady in the, in the water. water. Lady in the lady water. Lady in the water is the Paul Giamatti one. Yeah, but the one with Mel Gibson is called. Oh, signs. Signs. Yeah, that's terrible. That, yeah, yeah. that is that's terrible. That makes me want to murder yeah. somebody. Yeah, and, I never saw that. And. Um, yeah, the the other one I was uh, mentioned, uh, not the happening, not everything else, but specifically, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the village. The village was so village. stupid. Yeah, because like, is that the one where you think it's the eighteen, the nineteenth yeah. century? Right, but William Hurt really... is a billionaire, and like, uh-huh. I'm happy to spoil this. And you like, you know, because like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard escapes and then she runs into M. Night Shyamalan, who's like a, a security guard. Oh, he puts himself in his own movie. Movies. Just like Scorsese. Yeah. So, no, that's a great question, JP. And it really got us thinking. And I think we got some good ones there. Uh, and we, you know, what came to mind immediately, but I couldn't justify it, is the end of the last Star Wars movie, where she, somebody asked her what her name is, and she says Skywalker, Solo, or I don't know what she says. It's so Sky dumb. Solo. Huh? Um, Did she say Solo? She doesn't say. She solo. says Schwartz, and then she goes, "Made a Schwartz be with you," <laughs> and then Yogurt shows it. up along oh. with. Uh, it should have all just be like this was yeah. all and, and pizza all the hut and pizza yeah. the hut's uh, mind uh, and <laughs> as oh she was God. dying on a table aka it's jacob's so ladder good so oh, good yeah. <laughs> jacob's ladder i like uh jacob's ladder made me mad yeah it was just, that's one of those where yeah, it's a dream I, I because it was so yeah. cool um so okay uh contactee vincent caldoni we're gonna watch that um Let's see. Uh, we've got. Uh, there's something else I was going to mention. Can't remember what it was. Um, mm. Yeah. What mm-hmm. was the movie that we were just talking about that was uh, had a terrible ending? Sorry. The Mist. Wait, wait a minute. We're talking about co- Alien Contactee or just Contactee? But Jeremy Nori. 
No, it's a documentary. Know. So contact Dean. Yeah, we'll we'll take that offline. But but I, we're uh, gonna find it. Oh, okay, okay it fine, fine. If okay, we contact Dean. I'm not gonna remember. Vincento Caldoni. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you for uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Caldoni. Sorry. Um, and it's called Contact D from 2021. Sure. Got it. Uh, I got it. Okay. Now we can move on. I got it. I have it. Okay. I'm now just going to give on. a, it's a writer no, no. director. Now, now we can move on. A therapist won over by tales of abduction absconds, mm. absconds even mm. uh, with his patient to a cabin in the mountains because uh, the filmmaker had a cabin. And mm -hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, uh, in the mountains to document the phenomenon, but mm -hmm, tangling mm -hmm. with an otherworldly intelligence proves mm. more more dangerous than they could have ever mm. foreseen. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm totally down. Scary. I love it. I'm in. Um, and uh, luckily, the writer director is not the lead, but he's in it. No oh, good. Have you, did you guys see uh, the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot? Uh, that was on our list of things to watch with uh, Sam. Sam, what's his name? Sam. Elliot. Elliot. Uh, but we never, or, or I didn't watch it. Uh, I, because I just, all I do is suggest things and then I never watch them. What were we supposed to watch this week? The Wiz? The Wiz. Yeah. No. Cheese uh, Wiz. Contact T. No, no, no. Last week, oh, last week just play last week's we episode we on my phone. About something important at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so, just play it. So just, just play it. We'll, 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 we'll be quiet for that. Uh, <laughs> so please email us. Like we will watch something. We want. We will watch things that you guys suggest. But when we suggest things to each other, we don't watch it, and that's mm. just sad. yeah. That's not really true. We don't watch anything. Um, uh, we're terrible. At sometimes this, we do. Uh, but okay. Nooner podcast. I'm going to watch Contact E. Yeah, it's on Prime Video. Yeah. Uh, and noonerpodcast at gmail .com. and Steve, if uh, this it now. this fellow is your friend, let's bring him on. Let's let's talk to him. Wait, right? who who? Steve Owens. Oh, Steve Owens. Oh, you're still talking to him? Wait, no, I I, I no, I'm never talking to him again. Oh God. Uh, no, of course we will. But uh, I, I want to, his friend to to join us because I'm I'm always interested in you know any anybody who makes a feature film is like i i find a, her like, a hero and not a hero but i just find it so impressive just like not just the fact that you did it because you um just turned on the camera for enough hours but like you, it requires so much coordination and uh contribution that it's always amazing uh, on any level like low budget to to high budget like it's still just crazy uh intricate and john you know you're the one person of the three of us who's directed a feature. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but John. It's hard to do it well. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine. So uh, <laughs> as we wrap this up, we John yes. actually has the opportunity. He's going to pitch a television show. Yeah. And and Steve, like, what, what advice can you give me? Uh, who are you bring, pitching to? Ring Marty. I'm not going to tell you. Oh. And are are is it just you? I I, I guess if you want to ask me questions, I don't want to talk about it because I. Okay, how many go. people are you? Happen, but I want just by, I just want some general. Are you going by yourself? Well, that's right. No, uh, are I'm you going by myself? Okay. Well, you're not going anywhere. 
No, I'm not going anywhere. But you're going to be on but Zoom. But it's multiple people, more than just you. Multiple people, yes. Okay. But I'm the originator and the creator. And, but is there anyone who's actually successful in the on the call? Yeah, the person we're pitching to, he's the executive vice president of something. Yeah, I know. But, something? But, oh my God, yeah, I love something, something stuff. It's so good. Do yeah. Something does such great stuff. And you've never pitched a TV show or you've never, right. never oh, pitched you, anything. Oh, anything. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I pitched something uh, 20 years ago and it didn't work out. Oh. Yeah. Lost. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a there's a smoke monsters and then there's a polar bear I don't know, there's a bunch of numbers and a polar bear yeah. are they dead they're not dead did i mention the hatch uh, the security hatch. security and they get security off the the island uh it's the wheel of dharma what i don't know uh you're pitching a tv show yeah. To other human beings who are okay, going to listen so Steve, to you. Steve, 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 mm -hmm. just imagine that this is a comedy podcast. Mm -hmm. And that if I really wanted advice about this, I oh. would tell you all about it. And I might do that, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to tell you all about it on the podcast. Okay. So if this is a comedy podcast, right? If, if okay. just imagine. Okay. And I was going to ask you for some advice about pitching. What would you say that would be, you know, maybe helpful and maybe funny? Ah. Uh. Well, this is going to lean more into the helpful and not not as funny. But uh, since the coronavirus and the pitching from home, mm -hmm. I have a standing desk and I pitch standing up. Oh, good. Which and also put on a fucking coat. Like mm -hmm. when I see people well, you're wearing a shirt now, but when I see people like wearing sweatshirts and hoodies, like mm -hmm. we're not Facebook, we're not billionaires, right. like like look nice but yeah. i find standing i don't know it's I, I i'm actually it's one of the one things that i think i'm going to take going forward because i i have i have pitched and you just sit in a conference room and there's a bunch of disinterested people and the energy is totally different like when you stand right when you and then but i when i was at that agency in austin i would stand when i would pitch stuff to clients i'm mm -hmm. like i'm I, fuck it i'm gonna stand up uh, the and i think it's standing that's what they would it's say. just a weird I yeah, like his I energy, watching, but he's still a creep. Watch, watching Mad Men and seeing Don Draper pitch to the clients standing. I'm like, yeah, why don't we do that anymore? Why why, why does everyone just kind of sit and go, hey, I got this show and it's sitting in space, but it's also, it's the wire, but on the moon. Hey, mm -hmm. you know, like, wait, Outland? I'm going to write that. It's Outland. It's a Western set in space. It's literally on horseback in the mm -hmm. Old West. But it's um, and the horse poop just floats in the air. Just oh my god, that's a great idea. That's, that's oh, a great visual. There's always just poop floating around in the background. Really, really breaks up <laughs> and those cowboy uh, jizz. Just cowboy. Oh, I just came. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but you know, no, should but, I pitch uh, that? Is that what you're saying? I should pitch uh, horse poop in space. That's a good title too. But uh, no more than 15 minutes. Like just. These people that, that are like, I, this is going to be 45 minutes. This is a, like a late 70s Zeppelin song that's never going to end. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, he's rapping it. Oh, nope. They're going back. They're doing another lap. No 11-minute Zeppelin songs. Just mm -hmm. get in, get out, and then uh, leave them wanting to ask a couple of questions. And there'll always be one dummy in the back who's like, is music important to this show? And you'd be like, that's a great question. 
That's not a great question, but, but always tell them it's a great question. Great question. Okay, but how do you leave them asking for more? Well, <laughs> you, you never finish a sentence with the last word. <laughs> you it's never a show set in. You never finish the sentence with the last. <laughs> Excuse me, did you mean to finish that? We're on the planet Venus and. <laughs> I gotta go. Do you guys validate parking? How do I. Uh... <laughs> the sticker's only for 20 minutes and I'm at 21. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh, always leave him wanting more. And don't go more. in with Marty U. That, don't that go is, in with Marty don't U. Don't go with Marty He's, like, he's an energy you. sucker. He's like a. Stand up. All right. And uh, I think that's good advice about the 15 minutes. That's a really good thing. Uh, I take about uh, five milligrams of Adderall just to really focus mm -hmm. yourself and have like a lot of energy. Yeah. And what do you, yeah. what do you think about taking acid so that you just seem like you're a little you're really creative? No. Yeah. What, what's John doing in the corner? He's just uh, he's rubbing gravel into his uh, his nether uh, regions, his, his taint. Yeah. Mm, he's very creative. Oh, gravel taint. When you do acid, you just look at the gravel. Now, do you hour. like how do you? You don't feel nervous, Steve. I get the sense that you don't feel nervous when you go into these things. Mm, there's always a little bit of like performance anxiety, but I mean, you you are talking to morons, and you're talking about television. It's not like okay, you're going so, to the government. You're like, we're going to fly to fucking Saturn with humans. How are you going to do this? Right. I don't. This is about You're, two cross-dressing Girl that's Scouts. That's why we need the seventeen billion dollars to find out how. Right. Yeah. End of the day, it's just like people in funny costumes, like jumping around on on screen. Yeah. Oh my god! And, funny costumes. Hold on. Let me write that down. And like they, you know, they like they want to know. They want to know that you have a lot of passion, but also, you know, so obviously be passionate. But at the same time, be passionate. You're, you're solving a problem for them, you know. Right. Right. They need a show about blank. That, they that's why they their slots. Uh, you you are not um, David E. Kelly, where they're like, "What do you got, David?" He's like, "I I just pooped into this fucking bucket," and they're like, "Great, let's mm -hmm. let's call let's call it Big Sky Country," and here's ten episodes. Like, there's a reason why they've called you in, so you're helping them out and figure out how you know. So, so how you fit into that that problem. Steve, right. when you like had a super successful pitch, even though you might not have landed it for whatever reason, because a lot of that's out of your control. Like, right. yeah, what what was the difference? What was the difference maker? Like, where you're like, fuck yeah. What do you mean? What was the difference maker? Like, what what what, what was the magic sauce that that made made you land something a, a pitch really well? Uh, something that didn't sell, but I know the exact at the studio was like that was really well. like she even said like oh well done and and even another thing that saw that didn't sell but the head of abc was like very well told i think it was just like i rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and you know it was masturbated 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 i just masturbated. jerked off in the bathroom like six times while they had me wait uh the red sox were doing the great comeback against the yankees oh, uh, yeah. and it was playing in the lobby and i'm like all right don't 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 do your forty minute uh, Grateful Dead Dark Star jam. Just like get in, get out, <laughs> and yeah, just you know, like don't waste their time. They waste their time when you get the check and you make the show. So, 
I, I think I'm I'm somewhat brief. Mm-hmm. And um, having done some comedy and done some pitches, when you know, uh, in college, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Read the room, you know, especially on Zooms when people are like, oh, "This fucking guy." Mm-hmm. Here we go. Like, yeah, l- less is more. I can read the room, but then I don't know what to do when I'm reading the room and it's like going down the tubes i mean like i see it going down the tubes but i can't do anything about it mm-hmm. yeah i pitched with a, a an african-american writer guy and he started his and it was like to the head of a network and the african-american guy's pitching and the guy paid attention to him and then he threw to me and the guy just looked right over my head and there was a tv behind me and he just watched tv the whole time like he did not even pay attention to anything i said and you know that's our like, podcast you just, you know, give it, you know, you've performed live. You've like watched disinterested audience members going, I would literally rather be anywhere. And it's you just pretty much you know, all I've watched. Yeah. You just give it 110% and, and get the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. ever complained because an improv show was too short. Mm. Oh, well, only 50 minutes. Great. That was uh, $6 well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to that bar. Let's get drunk. Oh, John, um, you look, you look troubled. Oh no, no, I was just scratching my head. I'm mm. not troubled. All right, Good. no, that's great. I mean, I think that's a lot of uh, actually a lot of really helpful stuff. Good. The st- the standing is my new like. Oh yeah, why haven't I been doing this? It's just better energy. Mm-hmm. I noticed when I did your little stupid game show, uh, mm-hmm. everyone else sat and I stood, and I felt mm-hmm. more present. And more mm-hmm. energy. Marty sat where he sits, and the camera was up high. He looked like mm-hmm. he was in court. Mm-hmm. Um, who won? Marty. Mm-hmm. Well, you're smarter than us, but you don't you don't know how to present yourself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't when that. you're as dumb as I am, you have to you know come up with some some uh, hacks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, try standing. Yeah. No, I I definitely gonna stand, especially when you're zooming and people are like. Christ, what do we got today? We got this guy, John Sylvain. What's his, what's his last show? Uh, what's a sacred fool? Oh, gosh. Yeah. But oh, John it can bring energy more than anybody I know. Like, oh, John- he's got great. And he's got a great laugh. Yes. Yeah. And the deepest, bluest eyes. They're green. Or green. It, it's it's the webcam. <laughs> Wear something that magnifies your eyes. Oh wait, you are. You're wearing- Excuse me for getting, but these things I do. See, I've forgotten if they're green or they're blue. But you're the most important person in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, just keep in mind that those people are paid to solve problems. Okay. And, part- and for everybody listening, that's money in the bank. Next time you have to pitch a TV show. Mm, so come on you're, out. You're welcome, everybody. Anybody. Uh, I do want to say that the last time I. Uh, contacted uh, Dan Etheridge. We were we did a a an escape room. Oh, you did? Yeah, and it was super was fun. That? It was super fun. Yeah, uh, we like basically it was a, a an actual escape room in Seattle, and it uh, I, I highly recommend it if you have the means and the the. Where was it, it in Seattle? Was it in the U- Lake Union area or what was it called? I don't know. It was the Evil Dead. It, oh. it was it was an officially sanctioned, oh. licensed Evil Dead uh, 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 
whatever you call it, uh, escape room. And it was super fun. And it, like basically there's a guy who takes you on a live webcam and then walks you through the actual like place. So you're actually in the space and like you're like, touch that thing. Oh, so you were actually on like Zoom or something? Yeah. You weren't yeah oh, okay yeah and uh it, it was, was fun it was really fun it was great but i got a little car sick because like i'm watching this like handheld camera um but uh yeah and and i felt like i was helping support live theater in a weird way and uh -huh. um yeah and so i'm gonna try to arrange something uh, we unfortunately we can't record it but um i i can highly recommend that the evil dead uh one in Seattle, you could just do a, a, a search for Evil Dead Escape Room and, and it takes you right there. Uh, really well done, super fun. And uh, if that's your thing, if that's if that's your jam and we'll try to do one uh, with the, the four of us and we'll report back and um, we'll find out who's, who's the puzzle solver of us. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, you, what do you guys have to promote besides Cassandra's CW show? It's some sort of football show. What's it called? The Gridiron? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Football, hey, what football ha what show. What happened to uh, the, uh, uh, the, the fourth episode of uh, Buzzsaw 3? Is that is that coming or is it? She's, uh, we're waiting on Cassandra to record her audio oh my God, and I, really? I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not producing this. It's on you guys to record the audio. So I, I don't know. It may just have lost all, uh, okay, well, may have succumbed to entropy, but yeah, uh, mm. we no to, to inertia inertia. Yes. But we can, we can, uh, actually maybe next week what we'll do is we'll break down the next show and we'll break it down live because I've never been in a writer's room where they break down a story. So maybe that's mm. something that we can try next week. Um, that would be, that'll be uh, fun to listen to. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> 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 ah, there he is. That's, that's some good. That's some sweet. Uh, are we getting uh, Chinese? Uh, are we getting California chicken, chicken for lunch? What, 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 what do you say? Chinese? What, what's that all about? Well, they're Chinese chicken salad at uh, California. Yeah, but, that, that is but, like a go-to in many writer's racist, rooms. You know. Wonderful ch uh, Chinese chicken salad. Yeah. They fried the noodles. Smokehouse. Um, but no, we'll, we'll look into that. Um, but in the meanwhile, Steve, you're working, you're writing other stuff. Cassandra's got uh, Trashy Trashy every Monday. And uh, she's got another podcast. I forget what it's called. Uh, John, you've got You Know It. You Thursdays. Know It. Thursdays. Thursdays Who's Who's on yeah. this Thursday's show? Jillian Armanante. Oh my goodness! Did she did she win a was she ever an, a Tony winner or, or any sort of award winner? She's a fantastic actress. Uh, I don't think she's won any uh, awards other than local awards. I know she's won several actually ovation awards, which are not uh, easy like, to get. I, I thought you guys record. weren't going to do this at the end of the show. Like oh, we oh, literally oh, talked oh. about this. Like, no, no, oh, she, did, right. she, did, she did Cider House Rules in LA, you know, Thalmanson. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything you want to plug? My show Thursdays uh, on YouTube. Who it's else called, is on it? Who, who no, is, let's talk about some random person. So no one knows and what awards they Jillian won locally on, on in their fucking theater who, who else community. Besides Jillian is, is on the Jesus show. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, just shut the Every fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Why is it so hard? Ah!
every fucking week. What do you have to plug? Nothing. John, what about you? Oh, do you remember Carol? Man, she was in the Oresteia that you put up in 1992 over at the Schlossberg Theater in uh, Reseda. Remember that? Let's just talk about her for 15 minutes. She won a racy. Yeah. Remember that mole she had on the back? Reseda racy. Jesus fucking Christ. Wrap it up. You know, she she went out with that guy. What was his oh, name? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was like such a weirdo, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember how he had that thing in the thing? Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah. and the, 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 the cologne he wore. Ugh. Remember when we put up Tis Pity, She's a Whore? And remember the tech rehearsal on Thursday? Before oh, my God. The yeah. 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 Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's wow. Crazy. And he was so, you know, well, how could you? Uh, I can't even describe it. Guys, remember when we did an all little person version of Speed the Plow and we were in we were... Speed the Tiny Plow. Uh, all right. On that note, uh, if you want to see who's actually you on, you know it. Tune in on Thursday on YouTube and you'll find out who joins Jillian Armanente. Fabulous actress. Uh, one of my favorite actresses. <laughs> And did she, uh, John has she won any awards? Like uh, I don't know a Tony. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's won lots of Tonys. She's like okay. she's won Tonys. She won Anthony's. She's, she's won <laughs> Joey's. She's <laughs> won, won all the yes, Anthony's and Moab Tony Spanky's and <laughs> all right. Johnny's okay, so on that note, Marty, she won a bunch of Marty's. Join us on <laughs> the, the Nooner podcast. Worst. If contribute Nooner. <laughs> Uh, at Nooner Podcast, no, Nooner Podcast at gmail.com, Nooner Podcast on, on Twitter. Record stuff, uh, please. Like JP recorded a great, great question. It was really fun to to think about that one. And uh, yeah, it's really great. Thank you for joining us on this ridiculous, ridiculous journey that we've been doing for almost 10 years. It's oh, my Lord. so weird. Why has it been almost 10 years for like the last two years? Because when do we get? All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. Remember when we put up noises off? And, oh my God, and that uh, one time that guy? Yes. Michael? Yes, he was. Yeah. He started dating. Where are the t-shirts, Martin? Where are the t-shirts?